This podcast is brought to you by BankInfoSecurity.com. BankInfoSecurity.com is your source for the news and views shaping security and risk management within the finance space. Card skimming is a growing global fraud concern, but industry leaders are taking steps to address card skimming in the U.S. and abroad. What emerging technologies and security mandates are expected to have the greatest impact against skimming in 2011 and beyond? Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. I'm here today with Jeremy King, European Regional Director for the PCI Security Standards Council, who shares his views about skimming trends and the steps the PCI Council is taking to help merchants and financial institutions ensure better card security. Jeremy, card skimming is not a new problem, but one that continues to plague the industry. What are some of the card skimming trends you're seeing in Europe and other parts of the world, and what steps is the PCI Council taking to address those trends? Good morning, Tracy. I think the, the, the interesting issue is that we are moving away from individual people trying to introduce card skimming devices into terminals and moving toward organized crime. The impact organized crime is having is that they bring improved technology. So we're seeing an increased use of, of high technology both in the creation of the skimming devices and in their uh, implementation and use around the world. And it is a, it is a global problem of uh, card skimming. So just a quick recap, card, card skimming is really a method of illegally co- collecting cardholder data in order to uh, use that data to perform fraudulent transactions. Um, in the past, we've seen this being used against uh, various devices, both uh, counter-top point-of-sale devices, uh, ATM machines, and unattended terminals. From the PCI's perspective, we've been tackling this threat in a number of ways. Uh, primarily was the introduction in 2005 of the first point of interaction point of sale uh, security standard, the PCI POSPED standard, and that is all about improving the security of terminals to prevent uh, criminals being able to gain access to insert skimming devices into these types of devices. In 2008, we widened that to include unattended terminals, so we have a standard for those sorts of devices. And again, we've just updated that standard with version 3. The other area that we are using to help counter the skimming challenge is that we released a a guideline for merchants on anti-skimming best practices. Because one of the things that we see is that although we can improve the actual uh, security of the terminals themselves, actually improving the awareness of merchants and their staff in how to see and detect whether their terminals have been tampered with is as important for tackling the issue. Now, in the United States, the continued reliance on the magnetic stripe card technology has posed problems not just for U.S. cardholders, but for cardholders the world over. How has the lingering magstripe fed card skimming trends that you're seeing in other parts of the world? Um, it, it, it is interesting that, um, that most cards uh, do have uh, magnetic stripes on them. Uh, and in Europe, we have both the magnetic stripe and the, uh, the chip card. And, and we're seeing the criminals really, it, it depends which marketplace you're in, is depending how they attack the card. And, and really, over the last few years, we've seen instances of them um, inserting skimming devices that were designed to 
skin, the magnetic stripe cardium was swiped through, and yet we've seen other attacks that have been designed to try and intercept the data as it's passed from the terminal to the chip card. They do tend to change their techniques and, and uh, method depending on the region they're in. And so we are using our global standards to try and ensure that everybody is aware of how skimming devices can be inserted in the terminals they use, how best to protect card holders in their region. Uh, and again, we, we, we try and, through training, provide a uh, focused support in those particular areas, be that in the terminal, be that at the petrol station. And Jeremy, how has the adoption of the EMV chip standard in Europe and other parts of the world impacted card skimming? I think it's safe to say that um, in those particular countries that have um, adopted a secure EMV chip solution, then we are seeing um, face-to-face fraud figures drop, and that's a positive. Uh, and so that's one of the benefits is that uh, the actual number of attacks has declined. However, what we do see is we do see that one effect is that the criminals will look at other areas and other ways they can attack the transaction process. And again, PCI have been tackling that with the latest version of their PCI DSS standards. We see the criminals will move to other areas. And what we're seeing now is an improved, uh, increased use of improved technology uh, spreading out certainly across Europe, throughout the European region, which is the region I'd look after. Uh, and, and we're seeing improvements in security uh, and, and security detection methods in those areas which haven't migrated to chip technology. Now, I want to ask you a question about EMV in the U.S., and I'm just going to have you answer this the best way you can. The adoption of EMV in the U.S. is something that's been talked about more and more often, but such a move would be costly as well as time-consuming. In what direction do you see the U.S. moving where the adoption of EMV or an EMV-like technology is concerned? In terms of answering that one, I have to reiterate that we're a global standards body, and it is our process to be able to provide best security guidance for merchants, for vendors, uh, those involved in processing card transactions, regardless of the technology they want. Um, but obviously I do see in the press that there is some interest in it, but from a PCI perspective, it's our duty to try and provide good global security standards that protect all cardholders and their data. Now, a link between mobile and EMV, the EMV chip standard, is something many U.S. merchants have expressed interest in. What connection do you see between mobile and EMV? And if the U.S. were to move to a technology that relies on a chip within a mobile device, how might that impact payments in other parts of the world? That's a very interesting question. Uh, and, and more interesting in that I've just returned from the CART exhibition in um, Paris, which is the major annual uh, event for, for cards and, and payment technology. And the method that we've been shown the most of was essentially enabling the mobile phone to become a sort of contactless card, so adding capability to the mobile terminal that it would be a contactless card. And in that regard, then, it, it, the phone would, would work in exactly the same way as a, as a contactless uh, card, uh, and, and the transaction would be processed in exactly the same way, uh, and so therefore it should have no impact. You know, if, if you do a secure implementation of the solution, then as a, as a contactless card, and I know EMV 
uh, and the brands uh, are, are working on this because from a PCI perspective, we have to look at it, see what's happening, and we're keeping ourselves abreast of this, but we don't see it having a major impact in terms of security, you know, negative security impact. I think it's a technology that can work well. And do you think, Jeremy, that 2011 will be the year the U.S. begins its migration away from the Mag Stripe? If I had a crystal ball that would give me that information, then I would be uh, using it for much better use than, than predicting uh, whether or not the U.S. will begin a migration away from Magstripe. I, I, I honestly don't know, and I will watch the uh, watch the, the news articles with interest. Now, skimming is uh, the ATM's number one card-related fraud vulnerability. But what about skimming at other devices? And you've referenced some of this earlier in the conversation, such as the POS and unattended self-service terminals, such as pay at the pump. What types of trends and attacks is the industry battling when it comes to card fraud at those devices? It's the same sort of battle that's been going on for a number of years. And I said that the criminals have just become very much better at it. So it it changes from the types of devices where they either put something over the mag stripe or over the card slot I should say or an overlay over the over the keypad so it's very difficult for a card holder to be able to see that the terminal has been uh, compromised and that's the same whether that's an ATM or a, a, a pay the pump device um, but technology is, is, is fighting back there are um, anti-skimming devices so now becoming available on the marketplace that can detect the presence of a, of a skimming device because a lot of the skimmers these days, they tend to transmit the data so that the, the anti-skimming devices uh, detect this and, and then start trying to fill the skimming device with, with nonsense, with, with rubbish data. Uh, and this has proven quite successful in uh, in ATMs, uh, and I know the manu- you know I know there are there are various manufacturers, and even the ATM manufacturers are providing this. So the the fight back is is, is beginning, uh, and again we've been looking at it uh, very closely with our PCI PTS standard to see what we can do, and with our um, security guidance for merchants to try and make them understand the types of attack that can happen and how these can be difficult to detect and therefore give them guidance on sort of daily checks they should be doing so they can maybe pick up the subtle differences that occur. And what skimming trends, when you take a step back and and look at the world as far as card skimming is concerned, what types of trends from that global perspective stand out to you the most? It's always interesting to see how the criminals move with the new technology. So a lot of the skimming devices now we see tend to use either uh, Bluetooth technology so they can transmit. So basically the criminal wants to reduce his risk. So if he only has to go to the device once to fit it, to fit the skimming device, that reduces his risk of being caught. So these days we tend to see the, uh, the skimming devices having transmission methods so they can transmit the data to the criminal I say either using Bluetooth or even using GPRS technology. One of the other interesting uh, trends that we're seeing is that the criminals are actually increasingly using cryptographic techniques to protect the data that they're stealing. Um, and this makes it difficult for the law enforcement to be able to confirm that it actually is cardholder data. And it also gets very difficult to try and track what happens to the data. It is a global, it is actually a very good question because it is a global threat and we're seeing uh, the use of international criminal organizations who will 
not only collect the data from various parts, but they will transmit the data around the world, which makes it very difficult for law enforcement to track it down. The other thing that we did see in the last year was that in some of the criminal organizations, they actually um, had some of their people obtain positions for companies who service the, the ATMs, and that enabled them to gain legitimate access to these terminals, and then they were attacking it from the inside. And again, that makes it very difficult for, for, for cardholders to know that, that a terminal has been attacked. So it's all about trying to increase awareness to the vendors, to, to the merchants, to the banks, so that they can understand what are the threats and then take appropriate actions to, using the, the PCI documentation, using the anti-skimming guidance uh, to help them in that task. And you've touched on some of this already, but I'd like for you to reiterate here. What technologies and standards is the PCI Council promoting to fight some of those global card skimming trends? As I've said, you know, we were involved from the start to the finish of this. So the obvious one from the starting point is the uh, PTS, the PCI PTS standard, which is a standard designed at improving the security of the actual devices, be that a point-of-sale terminal, be that a, a fuel pump, and then using then uh, the additional guidance and uh, protection that comes in with the, the PCI DSS and the PA DSS to try and pr protect any applications, that is aimed at preventing the criminal trying to tap into the data as it's been transmitted around, and then we provide guidance document through our anti-skimming guidance document, um, which helps promote um, awareness for the merchant and their staff. So as a package, we're aimed at providing everything that the merchant needs to, to be able to increase their awareness and increase their levels of security. And all of this documentation is available on our newly updated um, website. So actually, it's much easier to find now as well, which is really good. And Jeremy, what skimming trends should the industry be watching most closely over the next year, in your opinion? I think it's... it's Unfortunately, going to be more of the same. The equipment that they use is, is very cutting edge, but their techniques are the same. They tend to try and either break into the terminals to insert the skimming device uh, or try and put some overlays over the device itself. Mostly that can be at the, at the ATM or the fuel pump because the PTS standard is very difficult in, in the actual terminals themselves. And so in that regard, it's it's sort of, it's difficult for the cardholder when they come to a machine to know what should they expect to see. But usually, if there's if they have a, a, a concern, if something doesn't look right, then chances are it's not right, and, and and you know they shouldn't then use the terminal. But our main defence is going to come from improving the awareness within the industry with the uh, with the merchant staff, and so. It's not so much, you know, we're, we're fighting new skimming techniques, it's improving the awareness of what you can do to tackle it, uh, you know, and using the guidance from the, the council to help understand the types of techniques, the type of attack techniques that are going to be used against you. Uh, and the challenge is, is that for many merchants, they won't see an attack. The, the, the criminals tend to come in and target a, a particular store or a fuel garage, a gas station, and they'll target it very quickly. And so it's a challenge and one that people have got to get used to is undertaking a regular check, even though you know the chances are nothing will have changed. But we've seen in practice, I've seen clear cases of this where 
good training of the staff has identified very, very quickly a, a, a new skimming attack uh, and the, the member of staff concerned, they highlighted it to their supervisor when they, they thought something was wrong, they thought somebody was doing something wrong. When the person left, they, he reported it to the supervisor, the supervisor called the police, the police came in and there was a skimmer that had been fitted with uh, to the terminal. The training can work and does work and, and it's really trying to you know, that's my challenge going out, and that's the challenge of the council to try and promote the uh, the awareness of skimming attacks so people can react quickly when, there's, when, when a change happens and then prevent it from becoming a problem. And in closing, Jeremy, going forward in 2011, where do you see the industry making the most strides in its fight against card skimming? I think, as I mentioned earlier, there's some new technologies coming along which are designed to be uh, what we call anti-skimming. I know they're just beginning to, to move into the fuel pump area, uh, and that is going to be interesting because if they can start having success in that area, then that would be uh, a significant fight back against the criminals. Again, we've just heard from Jeremy King of the PCI Security Standards Council. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten. This podcast has been brought to you by BankInfoSecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.bankinfosecurity.com.